Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For the Girl podcast. We are on week three of our Summer of Love Summer of love. There's been lots of love happening all around us. Lots of good things about dating. Last couple weeks, we've talked about, you know... Healing from your past. Solidifying your identity. And today, what are we talking about today? We are talking about... We, today, we are so excited because we are talking about growing spiritually, like what it looks like to really grow as a woman of God, like know your identity, of course, hear from your past, but let's like dive into the word. Let's seek after Jesus and really mature in our faith. It is is so good. We believe in this so much and honestly, I feel like have a lot of experience of like doing this in the midst of our, you know, singleness and all of these things. So we've also, you know, in every episode we've been talking with and doing a little interview with a Uh, type. type. And so we've already sat down and talked with Emmy, who was the independent. Then we had Jennifer, who was the flirt. And this week we have... Um, Jasmine and Jasmine. she is like one of our favorites she's incredible but we're talking about the cautious which is very popular I have to say I think I've said this before it's the second most popular type out there yeah and I think a lot of girls think they're the only yeah. ones like because the cautious is you know she's the girl who hasn't really dated a ton yeah and maybe is a little intimidated by relationships and by yeah. boys sometimes she hasn't even had her first kiss things like that but you're not yeah. alone there are you are plenty not of girls and so many I, I actually think it's so rad and so cool to have not just like wasted all your you know high school yes. years and all these like random relationships that Careful. don't go anywhere so there's a lot of discernment behind dating it's so so good so yeah. learn more about your type and the how to prepare for your future love story there's full profiles of them and if you're like oh my gosh I don't even know my type yet I need to know this would help me so much like oh my gosh it will put the, all the pieces together yeah. I've been so confused yeah uh we'll go take the dating personality quiz for at, the that's right for the yeah. um so Mac though I really want the listeners to know little everybody's so curious they're like okay you guys like talk all the time about dating but like what is your dating lives look like obviously <laughs> we'll talk about me I'm about to get engaged or I am engaged, engaged. about to get married but we'll talk about that later more okay. importantly we need to hear from you, you can we just identify and like address the fact that you have left me to be the token single girl Oh, sorry about that. I know. I didn't mean to. It wasn't intentional, although it was it's, intentional. A yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So tell us about your dating life. Like, are you dating anybody? <laughs> do you go on dates? Like, yeah. do you like anybody? Any crushes? What's this? Spill the tea. Okay, let me think here. So, yeah, I've been going on some dates. Going on yes. some dates this summer because it's summer of love that's right I've actually had quite a few people set me up this summer with people I love it and so had a couple set up so uh yeah I've definitely been going on some dates is there any takers is that that what you say (laughs) any like anybody that's really caught your attention oh wow I hope they never listen to this. They probably you know, on won't. these dates, it so you can tell them anything. Up, it typically comes up that there's a podcast. Oh well, and don't it, tell them you said this. Then we'll just no, hear it from. You're right. Okay. okay, okay go ahead. Okay. Tell. Just say it. Say what? Tell them about. Kelly. Oh. Uh-uh, yes. Uh-uh, no. No. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is mortifying. <laughs> okay, just tell them a little about. 
You guys, she's only been Sam, on two dates. Sam, <laughs> can you bleep out this name every time? I'm fine if it's the story stays in, but the name has to be bleeped out. Okay, okay. okay. Um, yes, I've been on several dates with this one guy, but there's not much to tell yet. He's really cool. He's really awesome. I enjoy spending time with him. We've literally hung out maybe three or four times. Yeah, it's super new. It's I just thought it'd so be fun new. to like really let everybody know. Okay, you know? but we're bleeping out his name. Okay, yes. That's a good idea, right? Sorry about that, ladies. We bleeped out his name. Yes, we're bleeping out his name. but Or we could change his name, but let, let's just bleep it out. So go ahead. Tell him what is your favorite thing about him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I like that he's different than me, number one. He's not like, mm. I feel like we're pretty opposite ends of the spectrum, and I typically like people that aren't, exactly like me yeah but then also he's really really tight with his family i'm mm. a big family person so i really like that mm. and then there he's just like has a kindness about him and a really sweetness about him a good like old he's faithful. very intentional like you know he's i'm not over here wondering and guessing if he wants to hang out with me again you know i'm just kind of at that stage of my life where i'm yeah. over the like games and the mystery and all that stuff and so yeah that's been good that's been that's good really good but yeah I also have gone on some dates with some other guys. And so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I love it. You're putting yourself out there. You know, Mac is the independent, if you didn't yeah. know already, uh, as a dating personality. And so they have, they kind of like avoid relationships because they just want to like stay like pursuing their passions, like doing what they love, like are a little nervous of like letting other people in and all of that. And so this is kind of like new and brave and bold and good. So let's all give her a big clap and a applause. Yeah. Nobody else. Opening has your heart to men yes that's true but in a really healthy way and, and you're doing it really healthily yes and then having to putting your then you say his name on our podcast so. i'm so sorry Ooh, all right you i'm guys. sweating well um let's oh. dive into our summer bucket of love we almost forgot because that was so exciting that was so exciting okay wow. okay I'm we better make these your quick. turn in the hot seat what would be your first response if you saw your ex in the grocery store i would probably hide honestly I would probably just try to like maneuver through the grocery store. So you wouldn't go say hello? No. I don't would know why wave? I would say hello. Would you wave? No. I would try to you avoid the situation. Them. Honestly, I, even if I aisle. wasn't done grocery shopping, I, I just, just abandoned my leave cart. Leave your cart. Yeah. Middle of aisle Which seven. Which doesn't really say a lot about my personality. Normally, I'd be a little bit more like bold and outgoing. I but feel like, like if I saw my ex in the grocery store, I'd just be like, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, uh, I don't. I'd rather avoid that awkward exchange. Well, it probably depends on the severity of this ex. Too. Yeah, that's true. But pretty much like across the board, I think I would abandon my grocery Honestly, cart. Honestly, um, some of my, like this, my most recent boyfriend, uh, happens to attend the church that I go to. So it's like, I literally see him on the week every mm. week. So it's, it's you can't really, its yeah. awkwardness. It's just like, yeah, that's different. That's so you. different. Some, yeah. If you like are dating a guy in your friend circle or like yeah. at your church or somewhere you regularly go, that's like a whole different story. Yeah. But I don't think I'm around like any of. Yeah, that would be there. awkward for you. I, I see that. Yeah. Okay. So this one's really funny. Okay. Babe, baby, boo, hottie, biff, sweetheart. Biff? 
<laughs> Which one would you pick? <laughs> Who says bitch? <laughs> I think I heard that once. Really? Yeah, boyfriend. Definitely babe. Just the classic. Okay, like yeah, that's babe, good. Baby is like a little yeah. much, but well, honestly. Some people like it. Yeah, so. and honestly, if it's like every now and again, it doesn't really bother me. What was the other ones? Sweetheart. Boo, uh-uh. Sweetheart. Boo, hottie. What would you want to be called? Not hottie. Babe. Hey, babe. Yeah, same. How are you? Good yeah, to see you, babe. Same. <laughs> That's like the best. I yeah. remember like when I didn't have a boyfriend, like, you know, when I was like a little bit you younger, was I gross? was like, I no, I wanted to like be like, babe, that'd be crazy. You know, crazy. like when you start dating somebody and it's like the first couple times yeah, you say that's babe weird. to them. That's a big moment. But then like it becomes like weirdly normal. Like, yeah, you it know, so does. obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate sweetheart, honestly. A lot of people like sweetheart, but uh, I don't like it's sweetheart. It's a little too like, it's Katie. a little too, it, no, it's just like a little mushy, you yeah. know? Sweetie. Yeah. And just like, ah, uh, it's funny. Yeah. All right. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, you guys, we are so excited with our interview. After that, we're walking or we're diving into our third way to prepare for your future love story, which is growing spiritually. I mean, if you're going to listen to one episode of the podcast, it better be this one because this is pretty much everything that's important. Let's jump in. Woo. Okay, everyone, we are sitting here with Jasmine, otherwise known on the IG as Stay Classy by Jazzy. (laughs) If you're not following her on the gram, what are you doing? What in the world? Literally, she is, honestly, (laughs) you might be the most girl boss college student I know. Seriously. Thank you. Seriously. (laughs) And we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. And specifically to talk to you about being the cautious when it comes to dating. So Jasmine, can you tell the For The Girl fam a little bit about you, what you're passionate about, and what you do? Yeah, hello, hello For The Girl fam. Like I said, I'm Jasmine. I am actually a senior at Belmont University this year. Mm. And I'm studying corporate communications and I'm minoring in education and psychology. So it's kind of like a big circle full of things where I could do anything, really. So I should be able to get a job, right? Yeah, for sure. That's the goal. That's the goal. (laughs) But when I'm not studying, I love creating content. So Instagram, you can find me on the Mm. stories. I love making Instagram stories. It's like, if I can get paid to do that, I think I'll be happy to do that. (laughs) They're so fun. And then, um, also, my YouTube, I make college vlogs, faith vlogs, anything mm-hmm. lifestyle where I can kind of encourage mainly women because that's my fan base, or not really fan base, community. I like that word better. Yeah. Yeah. Where I can just encourage you because I get discouraged a lot mm-hmm. and college is stressful. It's yeah. a mess sometimes. I'm yeah. an RA, so I, I, I work with freshman girls, so I know what they're going through and I want to help mm-hmm. people online. Yeah. And then this past February, I started a podcast Ooh, and yes. it's called Shy to Shining. And essentially, it's about a personal development podcast that helps you break out of your shell so you can shine your light onto the world. So Mm. move past fear and replace that with faith and just shine your light that's already within you through Jesus Christ. So my faith is really big to me, and I just encourage people with that. Mm. That's so good. That's so awesome. I love it. So many cool things that you're doing. And I love that we're hearing a little bit about that. But, you know, we're here today to really talk about... (laughs) dating and as the cautious i know you might be over there like oh gosh she's like what else can we talk about yeah do we have sweating yeah (laughs) but let's just go ahead and let everybody know what your dating status is just straight off the bat are you single are you dating are you in a relationship anything like that we need the tea okay here's the tea your girl's single Okay. okay and i am 
actually okay with that, honestly. Yes. I hopefully in a little bit. Well, I do. I will say I do want to date, but yeah. with everything going on, it's kind of difficult. I prefer yes. the old-fashioned meet in person over. Mm, yes. I don't. I've never had Tinder in my life. <laughs> I've, I've used my friend's Tinder just to swipe for her, but that's oh, about yeah, it. Is. I love that. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm single, but I would say I'm going towards the mingling stage. But if I'm not ready right now, it's totally okay because okay. I'm working on myself. But yeah. Have you dated I much in the that. past? No, I've had some experience of talking to guys, but and we could talk more about it later in the cautious. I've kind of closed myself off in a way when I mm. felt like things were progressing or could yeah. have progressed, and I got scared. And so <laughs> I'd be like, uh, "See you later. Sorry, I can't do this. I can't <laughs> so, yeah. at this time." So I haven't officially dated. I've been on a date-like situation, okay, um, okay. but we both agreed it wasn't a date, so I'm not going to call it a date. <laughs> <laughs> a date situation, it's a mutual yeah. but it wasn't a date. <laughs> yeah, like like he was kind, he was a gentleman, yes. he paid for the meal, um, he also paid for bowling, but it just oh, wasn't bowling. a date. Oh, so, yeah, okay. And we went on a double, I guess a double non-date oh, yeah. for my oh, friends. So. Wow. A I like his bang. style, though. Bowling's always fun. It's fun. And it was like glowing and dark, too. So. Oh, cosmic bowling. I yeah. love that. Well, yeah. so cool. I love hearing about your dating life, or I guess lack of <laughs> dating, lack of dating life. But I love it because you speak and you share about it with so much confidence. You're like, you oh, know yeah. what? I am single, and I'm getting to pursue all these other amazing things I yeah. got has been my life. Yeah. So I love that. Okay, so... We are going to walk through, we have like a few tendencies is what we call of okay. each type. So there are five of them and I'm going to read them off just okay. one by one. And as I read them, if there's one that really like resonates with you, remember it. And then okay. I want you to share some more about it. Like maybe okay. a time where this was true or just something like that. Cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Number one is she struggles with herself image number two wow, we're getting like really deep right off the bat i was like you just call me out like maybe i should just go now like, <laughs> wow. i'm honestly reading them from straight out of the book yeah straight out of the book and i was i sure? thought the same thing i was like wow she's bringing the heat yep sorry we're just okay, going there okay sorry. okay, Keep going. No, okay. struggles with their self-image is afraid of the unknowns and physical intimacy <laughs> Ooh. We didn't get any lighter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lets her insecurities keep her from pursuing relationships. Feels nervous around guys. Or lastly, hides hides from others her desire to be loved. I feel like you just read my diary. <laughs> like every all little of piece them. of it. Wow. Is there is like all of the above an option? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course that's an option. So all of those you related yeah, with? All of them. Which one? Okay, let's pick one. Like let's talk about a moment maybe yeah. when you like let your insecurities keep you from pursuing a relationship. Not yeah. to say that like that's mm. bad or anything like that, but has there ever been a moment where you've like really desired maybe, oh, this guy's so cool, I'd love to get to know him, but honestly insecurities or fear just kind of stood in the way yes well all the time I would say like I'm more someone who's maybe more comfortable with the crushing phase because mm. you can kind of well I admire them but not in a creepy stalker way oh, from afar sure. like yeah, you know crush. a healthy yes. scroll on social media you know maybe yeah. like looking at them <laughs> and like wow they're so cute from afar yeah but um for me 
I, I guess I struggle, I have struggled a lot of insecurities, but mm. one of them is when it comes to dating is that I have like a pretty young looking face and kind of vibe mm. to me. But when you speak to me, if you were to just have a phone conversation with me, yeah. you, you'd be like, oh, she's like 20 something something. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'm 21, but I think people might think I'm older. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm more attracted to older guys. Not like significantly, but maybe three, two, three, yeah. Yeah. a couple years older than me. Yeah. But I, I have this fear of looking like a young kid. Like I have this mm. young kid um, self-image. Yeah. And I feel like I might be like a little girl when I want to be with like an older, mature mm. guy. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? That makes totally. so much sense. And I think a lot of times when I think about the cautious, I think often, typically I find that women who are like this, they haven't dated much and they haven't had much experience with relationships and they're kind of ashamed of that. Like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like something you want to hide away because I think you do feel like, oh, it makes me seem younger or immature or like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times rather than like risk looking stupid or risk like looking like you don't know what you're doing, you just kind of avoid it altogether. Have you felt like you've kind of felt like ashamed of maybe not dating much or anything? Yeah. Um, even go as far as like embarrassed sometimes. Mm. I mean, I'm lucky yeah. enough to say like my friend group, I have a friend who's dating, but the most of us, we're single. So I have that yeah. support group and we can support each other. Mm. But I am embarrassed when it comes to like, sometimes I come up in conversations with my parents, like, hey, is there anybody who's caught your eye? <laughs> and like, I had this dream when I'm going to college that I'll bring that boy home during yeah. Thanksgiving break or something like that. And I haven't. So I remember in high school, I had this list of things I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to get mm. good grades, get a job, have a great friend group, get a car so I can drive to that job, and then have a boyfriend. And everything mm. happened except the boyfriend part. And mm. at that time, I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, is mm. there something that I don't have that other girls do? And that's where a lot of insecurity came from mm. when I was comparing myself to others. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, you could think of yourself so highly, but then you're like, but why am I not being pursued? Am yeah. I in t-? Like, sometimes I am kind of serious because I'm so, like, girl yeah. boss focus yeah. <laughs> that it might be intimidating so that's another insecurity I have too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's so real that's so real your mom's like come on Josh yeah where's the boy <laughs> where's the boy grandbabies please yes <laughs> oh I get it my mom too <laughs> for the girl fam I am so excited to tell you about a new resource that we have called our prayer pad I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I enter into my time with Jesus every day, I have no clue what to do. Like, what should I journal? What should I talk to the Lord about? Where should I write my scripture notes? Well, this solves all of your problems. It's a notepad that literally walks and guides you through prayers with Jesus each and every single day. I've been using it for the last two months, and it has been a total game changer every single day. I cannot wait to wake up and be with Jesus. You can get one over at ForTheGirl.com and Trust me when I say run, don't walk to get one because they will sell out fast and it's amazing and you need it right now. Um, One thing I love about the cautious though, and I think I would love for you to just speak a little bit on this. I think um, typically this type of personality has like a lot of intimacy with God just because, you know, when you're not just spending time like flirting with boys and putting Mm -hmm. yourself out there and going, going, going and all involved in the dating scene, you really go back to the feet of Jesus. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of like really where you spend a lot of your time and like you um, feel so much more secure in that relationship. And I would just love for you to share how that's been true in your own life and as you've gone through college. I actually love that question because 
although I do struggle with getting intimate with a guy, when if he ever gets to that stage, I, um, like you said, I do find more intimacy and closeness with God, mm, um, yeah. especially when I'm like, reading a devotional, because yeah. then I'm reminded when I have those thoughts of, oh, I'm not enough, or I'm not beautiful enough, or maybe I'm just not that kind of girl that guys will be after, that I can go to the Bible, and God yeah. can tell me that you are valuable, that like he sent his son yeah. to die on the cross because you're so valuable enough to be able to have a relationship, a close relationship with him. Mm. Yeah. So the more I spent time with God, the better I know myself. Yeah. That way, yeah. when I do have meet a wonderful guy, I can That's tell right. him about myself with confidence without mm. being like, I think I like this, yeah. question mark. Yeah. Or this is who I see myself as. Because mm. I don't want to enter into a relationship insecure. Because then yeah. that will cause problems. Yeah. So. yeah. That's so good. A couple weeks ago we talked about on the podcast just about like knowing who you are before you enter into a relationship mm. is so important. And I think mm-hmm. so many people look for identity in relationships rather than like finding that in the Lord first and then entering into a relationship. And so yeah. I think that's so wise of you. And I think that God will just be in that. Like, I think what is so cool is when we're intimately growing, like drawing near to the Father, like He literally draws near right back to us. And Mm -hmm. when you draw near to the Father, like He literally sees your heart for the fullness that it is. He knows those desires in you. He knows your insecurities. And He's like, He's working on those every single day. And so that's what's so cool is that like, I know that so many women are probably like, oh, I haven't dated and like I'm behind. And right. but I uh-huh. think it's like you're actively like readying yourself with Jesus yeah. and um, it's not a waste of time. I actually think it's really, really beautiful. And thank you. I just have talked to so many women too who have so much baggage that they carry with them and like mm. insecurities that have come from relationships yeah. too. And so I mm. really love to celebrate and I know Ken's does too. Celebrate. That's so good. Celebrate women who like haven't spent, you know, every waking moment moment of their life trying to find a relationship I think it's really cool <laughs> yeah. and I always think you grow in your friendships and you grow in so many other areas of your life too so I want to know what is something like in your singleness that you have learned to like really love and value and see as such a gift that maybe you wouldn't get to fully step into if you were like currently in a relationship Ooh, good question well, I'll say like two things about it. The first yeah. part is just enjoying time with myself. Yeah. Um, I am an introvert primarily, so I don't mind being by myself, but there's a certain threshold where you're like, I need people. I need to yeah. interact <laughs> with people. Yeah. But sometimes I don't know how to best take care of myself. So mm-hmm. in this uh, in this season of being single, I can take care of myself and learn what is it that I can do where, you know, when I do get married one day, how can I refill myself up yeah. so I can be like, ready and present for my husband in the future um and then two i also in being single i can allocate more time to things that i enjoy so Mm. spending time with my family my friends cooking and then like my passion projects on youtube and instagram and the podcast if i was in a relationship it would be a lot harder to make sure i'm balancing all those things would just be another not to say it's like another thing added but it is Mm. and you have to make sure that you're ready for that so That's right. So good. I love it. And even in going back to your introduction, like we could see already from those first like two minutes how much God's working in your life because of your singleness. So, so cool. Okay. I want to close with this last little statement and how to prepare. It's really good. And I feel like it sums up our whole conversation. (laughs) It says freedom and singleness for the cautious comes when she opens herself up to the possibility of being in relationship. 
Ooh, <laughs> very scary. Uh, this might begin by simply talking through her insecurities at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. When she grows comfortable revealing these things to the Lord, she'll be better prepared for facing them with someone else in the future. Ooh, that's good. So good. So if we're going to like leave one little final thing for the cautious, I feel like that would be it. Like, you know, you have those insecurities, but go to Jesus, like lay him at his feet. The more you like open your heart up to him, the more real you are. You know, we talk about like just shaking your heart upside down, be like, God, here it all is. Here's all my fears. (laughs) Here's all the things. And he'll like rebuild your confidence there. Like, I really believe that he's the God of like restoration and healing and builds confidence in your in your spirit so so good i, I already that. see that happening in well, your life thank you yes that was a good reminder <laughs> being free and like being mm. open with god yeah with relationships yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even with relationships even with those relationships. <laughs> yeah. so good all right well thank you so much for sharing and we are gonna talk soon cool <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> Hey, you guys, we are back and so excited for this week's subject. We are talking about growing spiritually mature. It might be an obvious, but we really want to hone in on this, really dig into it because it is hugely, hugely important. You know, in your singleness um, or even just in a newly dating relationship, just without a guy attached to you or living with you, you have so much time to spend with Jesus and so much time to grow. And so we want to look at like, what does that look like? Like, how can we invest in our spiritual growth and why is God calling? us to this. And so we are going to start with an amazing piece of scripture that um, if you've been around us, we talk about it quite a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. It's basically like our um, walkout song yeah. at this point. <laughs> That's <you know>? right. <laughs> okay. This is Psalms 37, three through seven. And it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy a safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteousness reward shine like the dawn, your vitigation like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. So we just want to dive into just each little piece of this. There's so much good stuff in here. I'm going to just go through it like one by one. Okay. The first thing that David says is trust in the Lord. Like we have to daily practice this in our singleness, right? Like it is so easy to get distracted. Be like, God, where are you? Where's the guy? Um, And the first thing David emphasizes right here at the beginning is trust in him. Like he has good plans. And that leads us to the second thing. He says, do good. We can't simply just wait for our dreams to happen. We have to go out and do something that gets us one step closer to them. You know, we got to pursue those things. Um, We wait with God, not passively sitting, but through actively doing what he's called us to. The third thing that David says is dwell in the land. And this might seem a little bit weird. I think David is challenging us to plant deep roots, to dig in and really deeply invest in the place that God has you like 
sit deep, sit back and just enjoy it. And fourth, David writes to enjoy the safe pastures. And again, another weird one a little bit. I feel like David is calling us to just enjoy our lives and have a little fun while we wait. I mean, how real is that? A lot of us so real. and our singleness, we're like, this is not fun. Yeah, we're miserable, <laughs> but God's like, have fun with this. Yeah. Yes, that's so real. The fourth thing he says, take delight in the Lord. You guys know we love what, this what? one. <laughs> delight. Um, and it means to love the Lord so deeply that your heart begins to mirror his. And that is so important, you guys. Like God is so good. And the more that we invest in him, the more we delight in him, the more we'll just look like him in that way. And six, he told us to commit our ways to the Lord. So whatever it is that you have held in your hands right now, whatever influence you currently have, whatever dreams you currently are chasing, give them back to the Lord. Don't make decisions and then ask God to bless them. Instead, ask God what decisions you should be making and commit your ways to him. Just follow his path, like nick his heels along the way. You know, you're so close to him. And seventh, just be still before the Lord. Slow down, take a deep breath, stop trying to rush to the next season. Be still and simply be with your creator. Finally, wait patiently for God. Like he has somebody out there for you. His plan is far better than our own. And David, David's poem really just helps us to see that there's so much work that can actively be done in the waiting. And I just love that. And that's exactly what our subject is, is maturing spiritually right now. Yeah. And I love that because I think the message that that gives us is what we do while we wait really matters. You see, we're not just like waiting for God to move. We're actually waiting with God. That's right. And waiting, it's waiting, it's active and engaging. It's not passive and boring. And and that's what I love about Psalm 37 for is it paints this beautiful picture of what does it look like to actively wait with the Lord. And, um, you know, about a year and a half ago in my life, like I would think I was like, you know, 25, 26. And, um, I was just at that point in my life where I was kind of like overweighting. I don't know if you have ever gotten like that. I was just like in a season (laughs) where I was a little salty with the Lord about just my status of my singleness. And I remember like not even fully being aware of it, but knowing like deep down in my heart, that's what was going on. And, um, when I'm kind of like upset about something, I tend to numb. Like I tend to just kind of like do anything that distracts me from having to like feel the loneliness Mm. or feel the pain that maybe I was feeling. And I remember like last spring, um, I, I, we call them around delight situationships. They're just like, (laughs) we don't like those. No, they're not great, but they're those people that, you know, you're not dating, you're, you know, you just have like a little flirtation with them. And I had a couple of them in my life at that moment. And, um, they were just guys that I would like text and, you know, if I was like bored on a Friday night, they know what you're talking about or like, you know, we'd FaceTime, things like that. And honestly, I knew in my heart of hearts that these were not the people that I was going to end up with or even people that I should like really even be like, 
wasting my time with, you know, at all. Yeah. Um, but instead I was just kind of like using them to numb my heart out and to like get attention and kind of have those like quick fixes in my heart and in my life. And, um, I remember being so convicted of this at some point where I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm literally using (laughs) these people. Like I'm using these people for my own entertainment and my own like Mm. need to feel wanted and like desired. And I was like, this is so stupid. I, I shouldn't be doing this. And I remember Mm. I just felt like God said, Hey, whatever you've been using to numb, like you got to get it out of your life because like you need to feel the depth of the things that you're dealing with and walking through because that's the only way that I'm going to be able to speak to you in Mm. those things. And that was, I think God's way of helping me to spiritually mature in that season. So I remember like I straight up told both of these people, I was like, I can't, I, I don't think it's healthy for me to talk to you anymore. I'm really sorry. You're awesome. But I don't think I should clear in the field. I think I like gave up Netflix and social media because those are distractions, all these different things. And I'm not going to lie and say that it was easy and that I wasn't tempted to like, you know, FaceTime them or whatever it was. But honestly, in that season, I saw so much spiritual maturity in myself where I started to get good perspective on my Mm. singleness again. And like, I started to just like feel God with me in the midst of all of that. And I think that's what it is. Like when we're spiritually maturing with the Lord, like, God can speak so much perspective over us. He can speak so much vision in our life when we're close to him. When he's far away from us, he can't talk to us as clearly and as um, just like boldly as he can when we're really up close and just like right face to face with him. Uh, And that's what I think it looks like as you're kind of waiting, as you're in this season of waiting, like be actively growing deeper with Jesus every single day. And those are hard choices. Like you might have to give up things. You might have to get rid of numbing agents. You might have to wake up earlier in the morning so that you can be with Jesus. But oh my goodness, did I see like a difference? And honestly, like here I am a year later and I feel like I can, you know, more healthily pursue relationships than maybe I could a year ago. And also like, I still am like carrying mm-hmm. the like fruit of that perspective that I gained in that season. Yeah. And I view my singleness a lot more, a lot differently now than I did a year ago. And so that's I really so think that's why it's so important to use your time of singleness, even while you're dating all these times to be like, spiritually maturing and growing closer to Jesus. That's right. I love that. And that is going to lead us to um, our two big takeaways from um, this portion of our dating series. And the first one is don't spend this time distracted. Just like Mac was saying, like get rid of all of those situationships or Mm, get rid of those Come on. Somebody needs to hear that right now. That's right. That little person, they just dinged on your phone. Yeah. They're just like texting and texting. It's just a distraction. You know, it just takes you away from relationships in your life that are fruitful and good. And And it also, hey, it takes you away from Jesus and that's yeah. what's the biggest thing here if you want to like spend your singleness if um, if you want to just spend this time getting closer to Jesus well you got to kick those things out and you're going to know best what those things are um, we're maybe not saying like is everybody I mean you're going to know in the heart 
in your own heart and just discern like, hey, is this not healthy for me? Is this taking me away from Jesus? Is this distracting me? Is this just consuming me? Like, I do not want that. Like all that I care about right now is to seek after Jesus and love him bigger and grow more and be more mature and like chase after him with everything I have. And honestly, girl, I would tell you to do just that. Like you have a choice here. You can stay halfway in it and kind of grow, or you can be all in for Jesus Mm. and just grow exponentially. So I love that. That's our big first one. Yeah. And then I think the second thing is that the more that you grow spiritually, the better perspective you have of your singleness or the better perspective you have of heartbreak or the better perspective you have of a relationship not working out. I think you're just able to see your life through the lens that like God wants you to see it through. Yeah. Oftentimes when I talk to girls and they're just really been out of shape about being single or they're just like so heartbroken and they've been heartbroken for like a year and a half. I'm like, oftentimes it's because they lack a little bit of spiritual maturity. You know, they, they have some work to do. They've got room to grow with the Lord. And if I think when you grow with the Lord, he just gives you new perspective. He gives you new insight on what he's doing in the midst of these things that maybe you don't understand at the moment, but you know that he's working it for your good. Even when it's hard, even when it's a bummer, even when you feel lonely, like he is still working it for your good, taking those difficult things in your life, those hard things in your life, those things that don't make sense, those things that like shouldn't have happened, no, but he's yeah. using it for your good in your life. And I That's think that right. that is so powerful and good. And so when you grow spiritually mature, you gain that new insight. It's almost like God gives you a new angle to look at the situation. Yeah. With. And, and you have so, so much more confidence in it. You're so more yeah. certain of it. And guys, we're so excited about this. This is so, so important in the process of preparing for your future love story. This is no joke. This is hard, but invest in your faith, get rid of those things and get ready to have new perspectives on your singleness. Um, one thing we love and how to prepare the our workbook is there is actually like a way to like plan a date with Jesus because some of you guys might be thinking like, oh gosh, okay, I got to get this guy out of here. I want new perspective on my singleness. I want to grow spiritually, but you have been having like some trouble connecting with God and he just doesn't maybe feel worth it to you or you can't really hear his voice or he feels too distant. Well, we have like a super fun little outline that helps you like prepare time with the Lord and seriously like a date with Jesus and do something with him that um, gets you excited again, that um, connects you again with him. And I think you're going to love that. So um, we are pumped. It's going to be good. We are pumped. Wow. It's been an incredible three weeks talking about how we can prepare for our future love story. And we still have two more weeks. So I can't wait until next week. We are back and we're talking about comparison. Oh, hugely important. It's going to be so good. Okay. We love you guys and we'll see you back next week. Bye.